Hey, and I'm back. We live in the trap. I'm glad to have y'all back with us. I'm glad to see y'all today. Today I am here with a special guest, our first special guest of the season. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people who you are. What's up, everybody? My name is Ray's Arts. I'm a digital freelance illustrator who specializes in anime style art and design. I'm based in Pittsburgh. How y'all doing? See, he the man. Couldn't have done a better intro for him if I tried. I can tell you the man is great. He's a huge artist. Like, I'd be so excited every time he drops something. Like, I, I feature him literally in my background every time. I'm live every time that we do something. Ray drew our original art for us. Ray drew like Britney's first Pokemon picture. Like that's a throwback to people who don't even know that Britney likes Pokemon. So, you know, I I love having conversations with Ray. We're in for a real treat today. Ray has done something great and I can't wait for him to show it to the world. Like let everybody know what you up to, man. Oh man, it's, it's been a it's been a crazy journey. But um, just recently I completed the first chapter of my comic book Twilight Angel, um, and it's getting some pretty good traction. Right. People <laughs> people seem to like it like it a lot. So I'm really happy about that. Um, I'll be releasing the second chapter later on this year, and if everything goes well, the third chapter also. Um, I'll be doing some physical releases and things like that as well. That's what's up, dog. Like, I'm I'm a fan. You got me looking forward to it. Um, I you. always look forward to everything that you draw. I love your art style. Since I seen it, I was like, yo, this is lit. Because, like, you take things, and instead of just having the average knuckles, you're like, damn, that's, that's cool. Like, <laughs> like, what inspires you to change things and to this like such a dramatic and oh man so with those two pieces that you have right there um i actually drew knuckles as blood sport because they're both idris elba and uh with that sonic one i drew him as leonardo off of uh teenage Mutant ninja turtles because they're both ben schwartz um and i figured people would rather see sonic as leonardo than uh dewey off of ducktales so uh, put those two together. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's amazing. I like, got tails one coming too. See, <laughs> Thank you. I'm out Thank to catch him at the con. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. been doing this for. Um, I've been drawing, you know, my entire life, but um. I went official full time about three years ago. Um, it'll actually be three years in February. Um, and since then, I've uh, done work with RDC World. Um, F in particular actually did his album cover art for um, his single Ticking uh, that was last year. Um, That's what's I've been able to <laughs> hang out with a few Crunchyroll producers, uh, Kurt Ritchie. Few others. Uh, I've been at a lot of conventions, uh, namely Anime NYC. Um, I did Otakon last year, and uh, if things go well, this will be my first year at BlurCon. 
and definitely DreamCon as well. That's uh, coming down the line this year as well. True. <laughs> I'm hoping to catch you at a couple of those. I don't know about DreamCon. I, we still try to figure things out between if we go in or not, like all that controversy, but BlurCon, we definitely in there. Like, we can't wait. We did our first panel last year, and, like, we all coming back this year. Like, last year, Rich couldn't make it. So, yeah. Now, yeah. now we dragging Rich and uh, let's <laughs> let's friend Brittany and drag her first, and then <laughs> Rich has no choice but to come. And we're like, yeah, man. So, Rich won't miss another because Brittany won't miss Blurcon. Good, good, yeah. Rich is good people, man. I can't wait to see him again this year. Um, yeah. But as far as DreamCon goes, man, listen, they they went from 6,000 people uh, to 20,000 people in a year and right. made a lot of adjustments um, for this year. So, like, it's going to be a bigger venue. Um, they're a lot more organized. And, like, we got to remember that they're still a pretty young con. So to be able to grow that much in a year and still be able no, to I mean, uh, work things out, it's crazy like shout out to them like they did they think yeah. because to come from yeah, like sure. just like, youtube shorts and like a couple of dudes making skits online to throwing your own con that's that's huge like that's not something that the every average guy can do like the average youtuber can do like and they did something incredible that's going to like it's having a wave in the community however on the other hand from my friends that did go last year, they were saying like the lines, it just was very uh, unorganized. It was hot. Like it was just a lot of people sneaking into places. Like they were like, listen, you pay for this VIP, but you really could just sneak in through the back door. And that's all people were doing. Like I seen like 50 people sliding in the back door. Like it was nothing. There was, there was all these issues. There were like things going on behind the scenes that like, you know how people get like they wouldn't talk this yeah. bad about somebody else's but when it's a black man doing it then it's like ah we all up in arms every wrong right. thing is it's front street and we gotta let you know so don't come right which is why i'm telling you for sure to make sure to come one i'm gonna be there but uh two it's still a young con man like we gotta we gotta give us yeah. some breaks i've um I've been to conventions that have been pretty unorganized and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it takes some time. Like this is kind of the nature of these things. Nothing's going to be perfect. And um, you know, like I'm not saying that we should expect mediocrity, but at the same time though, like these guys have been working really hard to work with the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I have been connecting very closely to the culture and trying to like, involve themselves and involve us in what they do mm -hmm. i mean you know like put anime to the forefront um i definitely believe that uh it's important to be able to give these guys the chance to show what they can truly do with giving the right venue the right space and the right amount of staff and security and things like that plus like they're super cool like they're not uh like you know super arrogant they're really, really down to earth and really just want to 
you know, bring anime to the community, man. And so I'm gonna support them as best as I can for real, for real. Yeah. I mean, that's lit. If you gonna be there in rich living Texas, I guess I really had no choice. <laughs> Make you my had way no down. choice, man. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. It's easier said than done because, like, BlurCon and DreamCon are two weeks apart, and it's like, ah, uh, I don't want to yeah, pick. Yeah. Don't pick. That's don't pick. my job. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Figure out, you know, like, uh, I'm um, I'm gonna be at uh, well, I know I'll be at DreamCon. Um, selling prints uh but if everything goes well i should be at BlurCon as well um i put in the app so i'm just waiting for a call back but uh i'm pretty sure i'll be able to get in as, there as well yeah that that call back from BlurCon, they it's it's gonna come later <laughs> yeah 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 what july you're not gonna get that call mm-hmm. back until like may just... hey and w- when they call i'll be here so that's all it that's how it matters <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is what it is with BlurCon. It's always, like, fun, and that's why I give them the same level that you say to give, like, to DreamCon. Like, it is mm-hmm. just our people doing something for our people. And it's like, Facts. why not support the black man who's done nothing wrong to me? Like, all you've done is exactly. try to put on the best entertainment for someone like me to show up to. Now exactly. I just sound like I'm an no, nah, and, and like the thing is, man, like even like Anime Expo, Anime Expo is the biggest uh, anime convention in America. But it didn't start off that way. Like in 1991, you know what I'm saying? Like it was in LA and like it took a while for it to build steam and to build traction. And so like yeah. if we if we could give them the grace that they had while they didn't have internet and while they didn't have people complaining about you know how things uh work on we can get these guys the same grace you know what i'm saying like right get them a chance you know, it's not yeah it's not like they're like this 10 year old con and they're just like oh well we don't care we just want to give you our slops like they're actively improving and they're actively trying their best just like blur con you know like last year um they realized that oh we're grown we gotta expand to that other hotel and so yeah. like this year we're going to be using both of the uh hotels so you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just it takes a while to to get your sea legs, but once you do, man, you be in that thing swimming for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm glad to see. Like, honestly, I'm not gonna hold you. I was your friend when you were selling the prints, and like we were going through COVID together, and everything was happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, so to see you just going from con to con to con, and it's just like, damn that's cool like he's just out here working this con and then he's working that con and he's just like and you're booked and busy and then it's like yeah this uh this food truck booked me to do their logo or Mm -hmm. this person got me for their album and it's like yo that's that's dope that's fire and it's it's like now you love to see it and then you also see on the back end you get back to the community. You're out here with the kids. You're working with kids. And it's like, you're just this like nice, humble guy. And it's hard not to like, want to see you succeed or want to see you, you know, where you going next. So like, where do you see yourself taking Razor? So, um, man, honestly, everything has been a blessing for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't, uh, 
be where I where I was if it wasn't you know like uh, Kingdom Focus for real for real. Um, right. Like you know like my steps have definitely been ordered to do everything that I'm doing and um, you know like I'm super excited about uh, this comic coming out. I'm super excited that people actually like it like that you know like that uh, brings me a lot of joy. Um, but this year, as far as my programming with uh, my students, I'm actually we're in the middle of building a Shonen Jump style book um, for my middle schoolers and my high schoolers. And uh, we are going to be selling their first books at uh, Three Rivers Comic Con um, this June in That's Pittsburgh. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and just, you know, being able to put that money back into the community to be able to take them on bigger conventions and uh bigger field trips um especially those who want to build a, a professional career in the arts so it's it's really cool to be able to put them on that path early and let them know that you know like a career in art is a viable pathway forward and unlike what your traditional art teacher will tell you you can make a living off of anime art and so i, I get to be able to show <laughs> kids how to do that yeah, because like we ourselves consume so much art. We see it. We love it. Mm -hmm. We put it up on our walls. All of my friends have some sort of anime art, some sort of like drawing of themselves in the Akatsuki or some like mm -hmm. something random. <laughs> we run in a lot of the same groups. You've met Rich. Like at yeah. one point, Rich had a picture of himself in the Kotsky uniform with Pokemon behind him. It was, it was dope. It's still fire. Like, but you know, like it's hard to not tell a child, like, yo, you can't make this. And then like, you make it seem so easy. Like you're just out here effortlessly, like cooling. <laughs> not effort, not effortlessly, man. Like it is, it is, <laughs> it is a lot of work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it is because all I got is stick figures. So like, <laughs> clearly better than me. Like I yeah, stay no, in my I lane. <laughs> nah, man. I appreciate you saying that. I think that you know, like, um, a lot of a lot of uh, stuff in our society is built off of fear, for real. And right. um, they would rather you know, like, tell you, hey, like, this is the try true way to be successful um and i don't want you to step out in the arts or step out um as like a content creator or things like that because it's unknown territories um to the older generation and so you know what i'm saying like uh they'll put their kids um uh, on a certain path not because they're jerks or anything like that um but because they know that if they go this way they could be able to survive out here you know like in times are hard for everybody and so i get yeah. that you know chasing a bag might seem like it's more important than chasing a dream but if you're not chasing your dreams man you're just out here uh living zombie for real shout out to right. zombie 100. <laughs> <laughs> great show uh yeah you spoke that sure. like a real anime watcher like a real shonen hero like you out here inspiring <laughs> Because that's that's what anime teaches you. Like you you mm -hmm. live your dream. Like you're watching someone all day chase their dream. Like, why shouldn't you? Why don't you think you can like you might not think that, oh man, and I can stretch my arm like Luffy, but you think I can chase my dream the same as he can. 
Like exactly. There's nothing exactly. special about bro that he just said, I'm better than all of y'all and I'm gonna prove it. Like, why can't I be yep. better than every other competitor that I gotta beat? I ain't gotta beat everybody. I just gotta beat five of the dudes out for a job, and then it's like boom, I'm the best cook at my job. Like mm-hmm. that's it's not as hard as it seems. It's not as hard right. as it seems to be, you know, the best and to like learn your craft and to love it. And that's what I appreciate about artists. Like artists come at you with so much like love and appreciation for what they do. Like y'all create your baby and then it's like you get to share your baby with the world. Like <laughs> I'm a fan of art. I just I know where I stand with it. Like I can't paint, I can't color, I can't can't really do too much of that. However, I can appreciate it. Like I grew up in DC, so like all we do is go to museums. Man. Like, yeah, it's it's the Honestly, great thing to do when you're young. <laughs> I love what you said about uh, you know, like it's like putting your baby out there. Um when it come came to my comic, um my friend last year was just like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you drop it? Well, like, you know, you're, you said you're almost done. Like, just, just, just do it. And he asked me, was I scared? And I was like, no, of course not. I'm not scared. And then I thought about it. And I was like, no, I think that I am. Um, like doing commissions, you know, doing fan art, uh, and even like doing some teaser artwork of my own personal stuff. It's, uh, putting it out there but it's not right like but when you put your comic out there your story out there like you know you're putting your writing skills out for the world to see you're putting your imagination skills your fight choreography skills like you're putting your literal mind on display for the world to be able to critique and uh honestly that is really a terrifying thing and so you know um anybody who's listened to this if you have a story or you have a vision i know it's scary do it anyway like for real like it'll it'll be okay and if you suck well that just means you have time to get better it'll be okay just do it just put it. <laughs> it out there i mean and that's that's great advice because like you did take a chance and you took a giant risk and you put it out there and you're like, I hope they like it. And like, <laughs> how does it feel to know that like people accept it? Like people look at what you wrote and people came back and they were like, yo, I love it. I can't wait for chapter two. Man, it truly is a humbling experience. Like it really is. Somebody said that uh, my main characters remind them of the Elwood brothers and like, if anybody knows me, Fullmetal Alchemist is my favorite anime. So to hear that, like, I got compared to the great Arakawa Sensei just once. Like, that's all I need. Like, that, that's <laughs> enough to, to push me forward. Like, that just, man, that, you know, that comment almost made me cry and will hold you. Like, it definitely. Yeah, and I could see that. Like, as a, <laughs> as a fan who's read it, like, I could see where they're like, this reminds me of Edward and Alphonse. And yeah, I too am a fan of Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Man. Listen, uh, so what other anime do you like? Do you draw your inspiration from? Like, I know you're a fan of Full Metal Alchemist. What else do you, what's on your playlist? 
Okay, so uh, Twilight Angel um, is inspired uh, by a lot. So like Inuyasha, uh, Kingdom Hearts, Sonic, um, definitely Fullmetal Alchemist. Uh, a little bit of horror will be in there. So like, you know, you'll see some Higurashi vibes, things like that. Um, and yeah, it's just an amazing action adventure about these two brothers figuring out who they really are in this wild wacky world of angels and demons all right so how long are we gonna have to wait in between chapters asking for a friend <laughs> asking for a friend well um chapter one is definitely taking uh a lot of um traction so i definitely want to kind of capitalize while the iron's hot um Always. I am aiming i'm definitely aiming for a uh, late march early april release for chapter two and um, a summer release for chapter three. Um, if I get done before that, I'll be able to do a physical release, uh, binding the first three chapters into a physical um, book that I'll sell at uh, conventions and things like that. So um, three chapter three ends on a pretty big cliffhanger. So I know um, I want to kind of put that together as the first book for sure. Cool, because I'm gonna need my I'm gonna need my copy signed when I get it. Like I'm gonna need to go ahead cop that. <laughs> I got that you, bro. Right up in there, bro. <laughs> yep, I definitely got you. But yeah, uh, that's amazing. Where can people read Chapter One if they're interested? I know we talked a lot about it. Yeah, uh, if you're interested, um, definitely go on Gumroad. Um, you can find it as uh, raisearts.gumroad.com slash twilight angel, all one word. Um, I'll make sure to leave you with some links as well that you can distribute for the official release. Yeah, I'll definitely put that out on the Facebook page uh, and a couple of the groups that I'm in so people know, hey, this interview dropped. It's hot. I need you to watch this. I need you to read this. I need you to follow this. Like, just those three things. If you can do that. We'd love you forever. Feel me? For sure, Boy. for sure, for sure. <laughs> Watch our interview, read the comic, follow Ray's Arts on, online. That's all you need to do. That's it. It's simple. It's simple. <laughs> so speaking of not so simple, we're going to move into something more controversial with you. Okay. Uh, so as an artist, we've spoken a lot about like your inspiration and like where you know you're going how do you feel about ai art coming in and infringing on what should be you know regular artist territory okay um so before i get into this uh spiel um i want to <laughs> confirm um one thing a lot of people were talking about oh, AI art's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere real artists aren't going anywhere um, we're going to create, we're going to draw, we're going to tell our stories and our jobs are still safe. They really are. That said, um, I know that a lot of artists are discouraged by the emergence of, uh, AI art. Um, and I gotta tell you, don't let that get in the way of your dream. Here's the thing, uh, commissioning art and you know, like being an artist who sells their stuff, um, it's challenging and it can be pricey. Don't make your stuff cheaper 
because AI already exists. Um, don't do any of that because ultimately, one, AI art can't beat the real thing. It just can't. It has a look like it looks plastic and fake. And looks fake. You can, kinda, <laughs> you can always tell whenever it's uh, AI generated, and it's not even art. AI generated images, for one. For two, um, there are you know like there's you can't copyright AI stuff. So like whenever I see people throw their watermarks and things like that. I think that that's hilarious. Like, what are you doing? Guarding your words? Like, you're not even... <laughs> like, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> um, the the thing about AI art is that as it stands right now, um, the reason why so many actual artists like myself get so upset is because it's built off the back of us creators um they take our images and they photo bash them together to create something quote unquote new um it's dangerous because people believe that they are doing like actual art um whenever i transitioned from tra traditional art to digital art people thought oh you're just pressing a button and like i physically had to show people like no i take a tablet you actually yeah like yeah. you have to you know know well your stuff you know you can't just be out there pressing buttons and magicking art like it's not alchemy you know but even with alchemy i mean like it's equivalent exchange i traded in my yeah. hours oh, and my time and my sleep time. for my artwork you know and uh ai art kind of um puts uh, people in this disillusion that what we do is simple. Um, but, you know, like it's not really done very well. Um, it doesn't understand human anatomy very well. And so it uh, oftentimes will put lens where it shouldn't be or put characters in unnatural poses that aren't just like an exaggeration because the artist wanted it that way. Um, they'll give a character six toes and 22 fingers on a forehead like <laughs> it's it's just it's it's unacceptable um quite frankly and uh you know the the biggest challenge is that um a lot of younger artists are being discouraged from creating and it just it shouldn't be that way um they can't replace you i do think that there is an ethical way to do ai generated images um but until we get to that place Honestly, you're better off going on YouTube and teaching yourself how to draw, for real. Um, but if we re-empower the artists, like the, the real artists, like myself and others, um, by giving the option to be able to get paid to put our styles into the algorithms, um, then I think that uh, we will not feel as bad seeing the AI generated stuff existing. Um, but that requires a lot of good faith efforts on um, these bigger industries uh, hands as well. And those guys are about making money. So until we get there, it's gonna be a big challenge. Um, the AI race is definitely a long way from being finished, but uh, I think that if we can work together, there is a, a future where 
um, traditional artists and AI photo bashers can get along harmoniously. <laughs> yeah, we just need the avatar to pop up and like find that balance. It's like you want the balance. You want the balance. Pay us. There you go. Just get. Just pay us. And and you know people all, all will never do that. <laughs> Man, listen, but, that money don't see color, don't see race, it don't see nothing but other dollars. That's it. You're absolutely right, bro. You're absolutely right. But in the meantime, like uh, other artists, just keep drawing. This fad will go away. Um, they'll realize that uh, they can only get but so far without leaning back on us. So don't be afraid of it. Don't be intimidated by it. Keep drawing. Yeah, you're always going to need like a real artist for like certain things like there are things that you just can't get with AI art. Like you can't get your personalized face and how you look or like naturally how you are. You can't get like that real feel. You can't get like, it's just, it's a certain thing to art. And it's maybe mm -hmm. I'm pro, like, I'm old. Like I'm one of those dudes that was like, yo, like I could still get down between like my Kindle and a real book, whichever one's mm -hmm. like more convenient. However, I still like both. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. But with AI art, it's like I don't I don't know if I like it. Like it's so it's so weird. And like what they can do with it, you can literally steal someone's like image and steal stuff that you shouldn't be able to do. And like I worry that they're able to make things that like just won't be true especially with the uh, election coming up like oh yeah that's that's so wild that you have this stuff where you can create an image and you know it only takes something it only takes a second for something to go viral yeah like and here's the thing man i watch the breakfast club a lot and uh charlamagne the god always says you know um who cares about the truth when the lies more entertaining exactly and so, yeah, and my, that lie will spread like wildfire even after the truth is out. And that truth will just be a little whisper. You know? Listen, Trump started a whole insurrection off the fact that, like, he thought that he won. He wanted Fact. to win. <laughs> that was a riot. People actually died. Like, there were, there were casualties. There was stuff that happened from that. There's fall mm -hmm. out. There's still, like, a like court cases that he has to go to because of that. Now imagine That's them having the ability to create art and be able to put whatever they want out there. And in some cases, and in the best cases, it might look realistic to somebody. If it looks realistic yeah. enough. But, you know. Misinformation has always been a tool used here. And so to have systems in place to be able to truly give misinformation is it, it can be very dangerous it just it can be you know like we have to get back to a place of organic um knowledge organic information and understanding that uh pursuing pursuing the truth is so much more important than just going off of a picture that you see like it used to be yeah. believe half of what you see and none of what you hear, but now man, you gotta be careful believing what you see at all. So, yeah, yeah you're absolutely the right on the money. Now, a dangerous place. Now it's mm -hmm. like it's a dangerous place 
where I can make whatever I want to be up and then you have to believe it. And it's like, that's, it's less unbelievable that like, I'd be riding the back of a dragon and now it's, I can make myself doing whatever I feel like. And what would you say? Right. And you'd be like, I don't, I don't know. Because you can. I mean, I didn't see the dragon. Trust me, that picture looks real. Right. Yeah, like that looks like a realistic picture. Like, is he not looking outside? Is there not a dragon? And I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I got call him. (laughs) Right. Yo, Ma, was you out there riding dragons today, bro? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, bro, I know, I know it, it seemed unrealistic but like the dragon seemed like it was it was out there and it'd be like mm-hmm. but you know that's on a unrealistic scale like on a more realistic scale you can do just about everything with AI art so yeah yeah I'm always grateful to have real artists like you around I hey man I'm like always grateful to be here <laughs> yeah, Artist Alley would suck if everything was just AI art all the way down, like everywhere. Dude, I'm so, I'm so glad that uh, conventions picked the right side, like part of history in that argument. Like AI Absolutely. art is uh, typically banned at most conventions. I know it's banned at BlurCon, and I know this banned at DreamCon, and it's banned at Anime NYC. Um, I imagine it would be banned at Anime Expo as well. So, you know, as long as... Uh, we have at least those guys fighting for us. We still have a fighting chance. Yeah, and I mean, as long as people keep continuing to make that stand, then like, that is clearly the side that the people want. Like, mm-hmm. none of us are like, oh, we want the AI art. For right. what? Like, I'm not right. gonna make you print something out that I could have made myself, and now I have to pay the same price that I would for something that you hand draw. For something that you right. hand draw, I feel like, oh man, this is special. This is cool. I love this. It's like, I picked this out and I wanted this when I was at a convention. So I can go right. back and say, oh, I got this in Blur Con 2022. And it's like, oh, that's dope. But you can't say, oh, well, you know, I made this on my computer or it just, it, it doesn't doesn't hit the same. Fact. Actually, man, you uh, you brought up um, something. Well, you made me think about something rather, um, because like you know, we, we really like us organic artists. We value like you guys, you know, like the customer base, the clients, um, especially the clients turned friends, like you, like you, Brittany and Rich, um, because one, I mean, you know, y'all really keep breath in us, um. But two, you know, like you guys really show us that what we do is super valuable. And, you know, like as much as you guys appreciate us, like I guarantee you that we appreciate y'all just as, just as much. And, you know, like the, the simple fact of the matter is um, any artists who are listening to this or emerging artists or like people who are starting, um, become friends with your clients. You know what I'm saying? Like don't just look at things as super transactional oh, well, I'm only going to talk to them whenever there's going to be money involved because you're not going to be able to build any great relationships um, other, you know, otherwise. So go in, make friends, be cool, get your art done one time, 
and uh, you know, let them show that uh, it's a mutual appreciation on both ends, for sure. Yeah, because like, if you were just like, oh, you know, I sold you some pictures once, and I'm like, yeah, these are nice. I don't remember that dude. Like, right. He can say he's getting raised or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Picture, <I'm> like, <laughs> right like i don't know he was he was trying to be rizzo but like he fell short he just <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you like nah you know like i love these pictures i love the, the dude like that's my homie like let's get him back on the show let's talk to him let's let's go hang out with him at cons like you see people and you like oh well, let me show you to my favorite artist. Let me show you to my yeah. artist friend. And then, you know, it's always a vibe. Not to mention- yeah, you, you never, you never miss, bro. Like, you never you, miss. I put- You never <laughs> miss. I'm, I'm the fan. <laughs> appreciate that, brother. Yeah, appreciate that for sure. So listen, we talked a lot about Sonic. Uh, now, I was excited. I almost cried when I found out the Sonic 3. Like, I knew it had to be going there because if you bring in Knuckles in 2, you got to bring in Shadow in 3. Facts, facts. Like, I have never been more excited for the internet to come together than when we bullied the studios and got a proper Sonic. You know, I... I am very happy that Sonic looks the way he looks now. I, I just wanted to, like, again, say that. But, man, it's – I struggle because it's, like, how much uh, is creative liberty versus, like, well, we need this man to look right. Like, you can't have Sonic if you look like, you know, <laughs> E.T. So I get it. But uh, – and I couldn't even imagine the Nightmare Fuel of what Tails would look like and Knuckles and Shep. There wouldn't have been a Sonic movie, too, if uh, – he looked at how he originally looked. Nah. They yeah. nailed it so, with the like the voice actor for him. They nailed mm-hmm. the story. It was like very like, okay, this is for children, but this is also not a like bad story if you're watching it as an adult. Facts. The soundtrack wasn't bad. The music and the background wasn't bad. I love Jim Carrey's uh Dr. Robotnik. I thought that he like mm-hmm. stole the show. Uh everything was perfect. You just needed a Sonic that didn't look like, what the fuck is that? Because that's what people would talk about if you kept it. And then, like, (laughs) did you see the uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger movie? Man, yeah. My name is Dale. (laughs) I don't eat well. Why would you think that I eat well? Yeah, yeah. I love love, love uh, how they used the ugly Sonic for that role in their life. (laughs) <laughs> ugly Sonic at the convention. They had to actually name him Ugly Sonic in order to get away with using him. They um, Disney tried to buy uh, rights to that version of the character, and Paramount was not with it, so they had to use parody laws in order to put him out there. And that either way, ugly. It was hilarious. It was funny. Like, it was so funny, man. Oh my god, super hilarious. and like we bullied the studio we came together we got the sonic movie that we deserve like Mm -hmm. listen in my eyes if it's sonic and mario it's like the two best like video game cartoon representations of like kid movies that have come out recently 
I'd have mm-hmm. to get the edge to Sonic just because sure. it was like when I heard Idris Elba was going to be Knuckles, I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about this. And then watching <laughs> him come out as Knuckles, it's like, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think this would work. Like, Yeah, I, I can't see him being anybody else now. Right. Yeah. Bro, they gave <laughs> Shadow High Top Jays as Rocket Boots. That's fire. I need them whenever the movie comes out. Somebody's on that. Somebody can commission an actual artist to get these shoes done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Uh, I think think Sonic Movie 3 is going to be great. Um, Honestly, dude, like, I feel like every year since 2020, we've been saying this, but uh, it's going to be a big year for Sonic, man. Uh, We got Sonic Movie 3 this year. We have, uh, from what we know, the the final part of Sonic Prime this week, um, Thursday. the 11th. Yeah, yep. If you're watching it, when y'all are watching this, it will already have dropped. But <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Thursday yeah, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, we record early. <laughs> uh, you know, the comics are going really well. Um, they just ended the what they're calling the misadventures arc. So they're about to get right back and um, do some crazy stuff in the comics. Um, uh, we just got uh, update three for Sonic. Actually, I guess update four, because they fixed it um, for Sonic Frontiers. Uh, what you call it? Um, Sonic Dream Team is out, and that's doing really well. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, he's, it's he's killing it. really big time for Sonic. Like, he's killing it. He's killing it. And he deserves it. He's been going at it for so long. And it's like, yo, like Sonic has always been like his big fan favorite character. It's hard not to like, like Sonic and Mario are hard not to love as a kid. Like four franchises built for children. They grew with you as adults. Like you're, you're going through your teenage years and then Sonic has a skateboard and you like snowboarding on the (laughs) Wii. And it's like, all right, this is, this is kind of cool. And then like, you're in your adult years and Sonic is coming out with more adult stories. Like they're circling back to our childhood. So it's like, oh, remember the chew that did nothing? Well, let me tell you how the chew was this. And it's like, why that monster mm-hmm. from way back then? I thought that was a one-off game. And then it's like, yep. you get so much like lore and background in it. And they they respect you as a fan. Like they don't just treat you like well, we're only going to cater to these new fans to draw them in. They're like, nope, we see you as an adult fan. We see you as a kid fan. Let's find a middle ground and we'll we'll, we'll go from there. And mm-hmm. I love that for them. Like, oh, yeah. As a yeah, Sonic isn't fan, going anywhere, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's that's dope because to be able to share that with, like, my kids to be able to be like, yo, like, I, I grew up playing Sonic. Like, I know it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but, like, I I love Sonic. I love Kirby. I love Mario as a kid. And now these mm-hmm. things are coming back for you to be able to play and to be yeah. able to, like, do as much stuff as you do. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's So, listen, we booked our first con of the year, and, like, I knew I was excited. Like, I was like, oh, snap. We going to awesome con. Uh, we're going to do our panel. We are doing this panel twice this year. 
Uh, it's going to be Batman. It's going to be the trial of Batman. We are putting him on trial for being a villain. I, okay. In my opinion, Batman has done some terrible shit. Uh, so he we'll has. be at Awesome Con March 8th through 11th and BlurCon whenever that is because BlurCon owes us a, <laughs> a pen. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, July 9th through the or yeah, 9th through the 11th, I think. Yeah, because they started doing Thursday. Dog, that Thursday party was lit. Yeah, I missed was, it uh, last year, but I'm definitely yeah. going to be there early this year. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be there early this year for sure, for sure, for sure. All um, right, so tell the people what cons they can expect to see you at where we can. Uh, real quick, BlurCon is July 12th through the 14th this year. Um, but I will be at BlurCon. Um, I will be at Three Rivers Comic Con in Pittsburgh. Um, I will be at Anime NYC, uh, as well as DreamCon. Um, and that's it so far, but the year's still young, so we'll, we'll see. It is still young. <laughs> yeah. I not appreciate not, not even, you for speaking. No doubt. Yeah. We like eight days in by this point, uh, but I appreciate yeah. you spending your time. I appreciate you coming out here tonight, sharing your art, telling people about your story and what you do. Like you do so much, I had to get you up here. Uh, we definitely want to bring you back. I know that there's so many topics that like we we barely grace the surface. Like <laughs> we have a bigger episode on AI art and everything for the main podcast. I'm gonna have to bring you up there, but I just knew I had to I had to let the people know like, who we are as you know the trap house and like part of who I am is like my friends. I wouldn't be where I'm at without my homies. And like one of those biggest friends to me is my artist. When we started the podcast, we reached out to you, like you did our original logo you've been with us since the beginning like we couldn't have done this without you so like moving forward on a new network being part of it, and i see we like nah we need to shout out our boy we need to let the people know like where they could find our friends where our people are because you know like if i got a platform you coming on it my brother <laughs> appreciate it appreciate it man I'm, I'm so glad to be here for sure for sure yeah, so please tell the people one more time where they can find you and where they can find all your art at, especially chapter one of your comic. Yep, you can find chapter one of Twilight Angel on Gumroad. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Raise Arts. On Instagram, it's uh, Raise Arts, R A I Z underscore A R T S. On Twitter or X, no, I call it X. Uh, on Twitter. <laughs> It's Raise Arts, all one word, R-A-I-Z-A-R-T-S. Um, you can uh, check me out on RaiseArts.com. And, uh, yeah, if you need a commission, um, if you have a logo that you need done, or if you have a custom illustration, um, I love doing Pokemon art. It's how Maul and I met up. Um, whatever you need, Raise Arts will get it done. Raise Arts, Imagination Elevated. Well, appreciate it, my brother, one more time. If y'all need us, you know we'll be. Hey.
every weekend. It's always an unapologetically weekend week and a trap. Thanks, y'all. Peace.